Today on Vulnerable, I sit down with the stars of Disney Channel's Wizards of Waverly Place, David DeLuise and Jennifer Stone. And David and Jennifer have recently reunited for an exciting new project. You're about to get an exclusive, yeah, about their new podcast, Wizards of Waverly Pod, and what they've been up to since the show. Oh, I love talking to these people. They are just my heart. I cannot wait for you to enjoy this episode of Vulnerable. I'm really happy that you're here, guys. Well, thank you for having us. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. I know. Well, the thing is, is that you've been actually a, a guest on Vulnerable. Yeah, like, but, but virtually, which I always feel very cheated by. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, I want to be in person. My brain does this thing where it's like when people are like, oh, we met online, like virtually. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my brain doesn't like meet those people. It just like doesn't connect. So this is so much nicer. Well, and I was so lucky to have had her on other content. We cooked in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah right. We made mocktails. Before the world fell apart, like literally. <laughs> Literally, right. like a month Holy shit, wow. I remember that. Okay, yeah. so we were um, cooking in the, my kitchen at a yeah. YouTube cooking show, and we had these glittery, she did her fun hat dance song. We were like having a blast. Yeah, it was of really course, cute. And we we made mocktails that changed colors, like magical. Yeah, like, they were really cool. They were good. They were like blue. I still have that powder, so I probably yeah. should, it's probably expired by now, right? I, I wouldn't recommend that you eat that. That's your, well, like, check the back, check the back. It's probably three years old. No, that's that's just, your medical opinion. No, that's just common sense. Don't eat the powder that's been in the back of your pantry for months. I'm telling you years. right now, I've only recently started throwing things out that are expired. Yeah, my mom self care. Well, you know? my things. mom is like that. She'll hold on to things. I'm like, mom, this went bad in O2. Let's throw it out. Yeah, I'm a I bit have of a, a hard time with the expiration date. I think they do that. It's suggested most of the time, right? Yeah, yeah, right. My mom yeah. went to this. There was this store where it was like the close to being expired, like grocery store. Oh. But they sold like birth control there and her and her friend would go and like try to get deals. So we would like get bread that with mold on it. We'd like take it off like as kids. This was your mama? Yeah, this is my mom. Did she have to do that? Because uh, well, it be cheaper? I mean, she didn't, we didn't, she didn't have to. We were like very middle class. Yeah. She just loves a deal. Yo, she I'm not even going to lie deal. to you. I used to go to the 99 cent store that exists right by the Grove. And yeah. I, meanwhile, yeah, yeah. meanwhile, yeah. Okay. Because meanwhile, I lived at like the Palazzo or like the. I did too. A long is, time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. So you don't have to spend money on and then and the that villas. was her thing well and my and you know residuals were getting tighter and then i was like mm-hmm. wait a deal it's just me i'm a single gal if i go to the 99 cent store that particular one especially the ones in california it seems like because that mm-hmm. brand 99 cent store has a very particular logo and it sells dare i say it it sells meat and it sells yeah. produce and it sells there's milk some, well there's something as long as you know what to get one not to get everything's I'm, not 99 cents by it's the not, way it's i didn't know that until I read. it's so upsetting <laughs> But, but the reason I brought up this story about my mom is that she and her friend went and they sold birth control. And my mom's like, let's maybe not get that. So, again, it's like learning. My mom was like, let's not get the nearly expired birth control. That's a bad idea. Right. Yeah. Um, Does so, birth yeah. control expire, though, as in the I medical opinion? I'm not a pharmacist. I'm not, mean, you're a nurse. A you know everything. You're better than a doctor. I think the oh expiration <laughs> date is more not for a legal reasons, right? So if it's not if it's not effective or it works, I don't want to test right. that theory. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't. That. But by the way, my parents were cheap too. Fine. My my dad used to go to the grocery store and he would knock a can. Yeah. And then he would go up and say, "This can has a dent in it. Can <laughs> I, I get ten that. cents off?" You I know? love it. Wait, so where are you from, David? From here, from the Pacific. That's right, because your dad's from, this LA. amazing icon. Yes, he yes. is. Dom DeLuise. And, yeah. and you well. are iconic as well. Oh my god! Just a, a family of are icons. We? What is yes. it like? But what is it like? Um, like having that? You know. As it's it's good legacy. and bad, you know. Really? Uh, 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 as as it affected me and my work, I would walk into an audition and I'd go, "Oh, you're Dom DeLuise's son. All right, be funny." And you're like, "Oh, 
And you're like, sure. well, under you these know. circumstances. And then sometimes you walk in and, and you say hello and they go, ah, 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 you're just like your dad. You're so funny, yeah. you know. So, I mean, there were pros and, and cons to it. Uh, um, and, I mean, the bottom line is my parents were great. They were loving, wonderful parents. And that was that was great. And I got lucky that I got to be around uh, Mel Brooks, uh, Carl Reiner, Ann Bancroft, you know, all these, you know, Gene Wilder, all these people were just my parents' friends. But I, I got to be surrounded by these amazingly talented people. So I had a, a good time with my childhood. And did you have, were there a lot of wild parties? Gene Wilder, I mean, um, that man knew how to they party. They weren't so wild. <laughs> Your parents. Uh, and I was younger. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how much. They, they Norman Lear, uh, uh, the Brookses, the Reiners, and um, there was another couple. They had this group, this thing called. The Stillers? Denimville. Were you friends with Stillers? I, I, I was not friends with the Stillers, mm-hmm. but my parents knew Ben's parents. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but they had this like group where they would go and just be together. And be crazy and do their own thing, you know, and yeah. that was really nice. So there, there, there weren't a lot of crazy parties, mm-hmm. but like almost every Sunday, my dad would cook, you know, for forty people, but ten people would come over and and uh, you know visit and hang out. My dad really liked people coming to the house and and hanging out. You know, I love so. that. I never, I never had to like. I think I met your dad like once or twice, but I, I saw your mom a lot more, and I just remember like good on them for in such a chaotic environment making like i mean you and your brothers are nuts don't get me wrong but but like but, but making like very like in a ungrounded environment they made it it seems like they well, made like, a really grounded we all went to upbringing. public school yeah, yeah. i went to canyon elementary and paul revere and pally high and and you know i had to get a job to, yeah. to get a car no like i i, I had so store. much respect for just seeing like how your mom was with you on set and just like how she's just there's a special lady she's a really she special awesome. lady she and so i can only away. imagine how yeah. you know i was very together. lucky and she passed away about a little little more than two years ago of alzheimer's which was terrible oh god it's but one of the things that she said that always stuck with me was we all have a special thing about us we all have a gift and every time i would go to an audition or i would do something she would say give your gift and that's sweet yeah that's awesome. I'm not going to cry. Don't cry. I'm sorry. I didn't. It is vulnerable. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. It's in Have you ever seen him actually? Get oh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, he cries a lot more I than cried. me. Really? Uh, in our podcast, I cried like. No, we times. had. I, I felt like I felt like. Oh my god, the nursing's gotten me. Something's wrong with me. Because like you and Selena, like Selena was being really open. It was really sweet, and you were crying, and I was just like, uh huh. Like nothing. I was like, what is wrong with me? You're like trying to like pinch yourself. It's just, yeah. Like I just, there's something it's, I cry, I cry easily. It's just weird stuff because I've like, we were talking about before we started about how like you get really good at disassociating as a child actor. And then you add like starting nursing, like at a really bad time. Um, So you just get really used to like putting it in the dark box of, of anger and sadness. (laughs) It's like, it just comes out at strange times. My box is out. I grew yeah, you, commercials. Yeah, you threw your box out, you burned it. But I love that. That's one of my favorite things about you. I love the fact that you are just so open and honest in yourself. And, 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 and you know, we're going to praise each other because we love each other. But the, the, you're <laughs> very, like, if someone I'm says, hi, it, how though. are you? Yeah. You know, a lot of people just go, I'm good, you know. But well, Jen, like we're Jen answers, yes, but yeah. you do. And that you're, a, I will say, you're very genuine. I think both of you guys are pretty disarming. But to uh, collectively, wow. you're 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 delicious. Aww, like I the two of that. you, 
being hey. so genuine. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. So I'm really excited because you guys do have your podcast. Yeah. Yes. Wizards yeah. of Waverly Pod. Say Isn't that, that good? Say that 10 times. It's fast. actually really great. Wizards <laughs> of Waverly Pod. Yeah. And like, I was so psyched because when you guys posted your TikToks, they blew up. And I was yeah. like, fuck yeah. I, I, I hadn't like, done that go. before. You know, I'm old. I'm 51 You're years old. You're old, but you so look young. I don't yeah. do the you TikTok look, that much. I look hey, young. How old is he, David? Look, he literally looks, you look like I don't 30. This, game. this is too dangerous. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to be honest. Boy, do, you don't. honestly look 42 years old. What? You're a total. <laughs> no, really. You're a total. You're a total babe. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Thank you so You much. know my husband. But I mean, <laughs> I'm saying you're a very good looking man. Uh, thank yeah. you. Objectively. Yeah. Very See good looking man. So I don't know what age you are. I'm 51. And thank you for saying that. is not in that file in my brain just of how we met. So I can't. Okay, so like, how did you guys meet? Well, on the show. Well, yeah, what, on, how, on, the, when on do you Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> Give me the juice. I, what do you remember about? I mean, I'm sure I was just another kid on the show too. No, but I remember. Kid. I remember I mean, the thing about you that's one of my favorite things is God. We're God. We're annoying. Um, Why are you no, annoying? You're no, so because we love just, each other so much. Like, oh, you know what I love about you? I don't know. I'm gonna start telling you what I hate about you next. Um, okay, so but your laugh. Your laugh is one of my favorite things about you. I know I've said this a thousand times, but during the table read, I just remember being like, I want to know that guy. Because he had this, he, there was some joke or some line or something. And he just laughed. Literally, I was like, I want to know that person because he's got such a great laugh. It was just like he is open, like and it'll inviting, probably happen warm. Today like, it's just point. the best. I literally could hear it. I would be on the soundstage and I could hear him even if he was on the <laughs> other end of the soundstage laughing. And it just like warms your heart. I so. do unabashedly laugh. It's loud and it's a it's genuine so thing. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the thing I remember most about Jen Uh-oh. is that she was, I believe, fourteen, mm-hmm. going on forty. I she was that. like, she was like, <sighs> Deloise, what have we got going on now? What's happening? She wasn't smoking. She'd pretend to smoke, but wow. but knew so much about old Hollywood <laughs> and just you know, you're, I was like, oh, okay, she's on top of her game. Like mm-hmm. she knows what's up. So like when you've grown up in the industry and you see someone like that, what are your initial thoughts? That's a great question. Um, Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next, wherever you get your podcasts. How famous is she's going to be? No. (laughs) No, I mean, listen, coming into to Wizards, I was I was pushing back on it a lot because it was a Disney show and I was going to be the dad, you know, like in the beginning, like, hey, don't do that. And in the end, like, I told you so, you know, but our, our show became very much a, 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 a ensemble, ensemble mm-hmm. kind yeah. of thing. And it was great because it was about our dysfunctional family, you know, which was really fun. But when you go into a show, you're like, who, what's happening? You know, you have to put your feet in. Like, how much am I going to trust everybody? Is this going to happen? Is this going to work well? You know, I, and so I was, I was a little, I was happy to do it, 
and I'm not saying bad things about Disney Channel. No, we do Yet that on our, we do that ABC. our own podcast. Yes, right, right, enough. But it do wasn't you really though. It wasn't it's NBC. Not it wasn't CBS. It wasn't like a network. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my agent actually said to me, I was discussing it, and she was like, "Yeah, you'll you'll be about you know this age, and we could still try to get you another show." I was like, "Am I just? Is it going to be over?" You know, and what it turned into was such a wonderful you took the risk. family. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. and it was, uh, I'm very happy that that well, we happened. We talked about the nice trade off of like the stability of it. Yes. It's like great, like nine to five time right. frame. And, and, and oh, I yeah. Had, because they usually, they usually, especially with sitcom, and kids. it's like theater, yeah. you can mm-hmm. like have your family. It was, okay. the studio was seven minutes away from a house we shot at CBS Radford, and it was great. But I, we I did was. not shoot at CBS Radford. Oh my God, I shot Third Rock from the Sun oh at CBS Radford. Hollywood Center. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't I keep track of all show. of my That's jobs. So, You're oh, so iconic. Isn't he the greatest? <laughs> he really he is. I've seen him my whole life. That's why I feel like I know him. No, but you have that quality about you anyway. Yeah. Well, this is what I wanted to say. So in um, in in program, I'm not currently working my 12 steps, so I don't want to come off like I'm doing everything. Like, I was in the program time. for 22 years. So, you know, I was in Al-Anon. And then when I got pregnant, I have got sober or whatever from alcohol. And so I've been sober for, gosh, I think it's like seven, almost eight years or something like that. Congratulations. I'm extremely happy. I can't even speak to how how it's changed my life yeah. so much. Um, but I remember something um, about choosing a sponsor. Mm. Um, and um, this was in Al-Anon. And so they said, you know, when you're in, in a room and you see somebody that has what you want, mm. go to them. You know what I mean? And so that what story you just shared with me kind of remember r- reminds me yeah. of seeking mentorship mm-hmm. and how mentorship is so critical it, when you're a kid in like the business and Absolutely. like seeking that mentorship out. I mean, you're lucky that David was sort of open to that in some way. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's the difference between as a kid actor, because it can be such a, it can be, it's, it's a, a business of extremes. It can be either a very unsafe environment or a very productive environment. So like in what you're talking about, of like choosing a mentor, it's the difference between choosing I hate to say it, but like choosing someone who could be predatory and exploit exploitative, or someone it's who same could be in program, really, by the way. Yeah, but but, but somebody that could be. <laughs> I really, was the good one. I was the participating in a positive way. No, yeah. but you were, you yeah, were. But that, but that's an interesting like perspective. Uh, uh, that parallel is very interesting. But I guess I guess that's true of like choosing people in general. Because mm. I mean, like I was always raised of, you know, you are who you hang out with. So be really careful who you devote your time to. Shit! I wish I knew that. Earlier. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> For fucking real. I would have wasted so much less time. If I, I did would've... learn a lot from doing Third Rock from the Sun. I watched Jane Curtin and John Lithgow mm-hmm. just yeah. set the tone for we are number ones and we can be hardworking, nice, wonderful people. Yeah. You, you know? could tell so, that too from the tone. Isn't it so crazy how you watch a show and you're like, oh, I think I know. Like energetically, you can mm-hmm. see who. I could see so-and-so being and you know, I high maintenance. And I did a couple of guest spots on shows and, and uh, uh, she was nice to me, but Ellen DeGeneres on her sitcom yeah. was not a nice person. Oh, okay. Well, so it, it was not, some of it this, was, some of you know, stuff. and then yeah. I, uh, there were. It's there like were, that comes out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that it's, it's, she probably was vying for control over what her show was going to be and the other powers that be. Was she out? So, was, it, was it when she was no, out? No, it was right before uh, that. That's happened. a hard time. No, I, I do yeah. have to yeah. say, I I am always hesitant. I am always skeptical. Not that it doesn't exist, because I mean, there's men, women doesn't matter. Like, there's always 
people that are just assholes. But I am always a little bit more skeptical when it's a woman. I'm not gonna lie. Like whenever they're like, "She's a bitch." Oh I'm like, my god! Are you I'm like, kidding? is it? Well, it I'm like, like, is it because? It's not an environment that we're super, and I think we're getting more out of that, yeah. but we're still not there yet. We'd be I, lying to ourselves if we said we were out I of feel it. like I should just say this. At the table read. Uh, <laughs> he, goes, table, he goes, no, she really wasn't. This is what I do on our show. A table read <laughs> so is something where the, the actors yeah. sit down oh, oh, and they read out. over the scripts in front of everybody. Uh-huh. But it was, you want to flow at the table read. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want yeah, everyone yeah. to hear it. And she would stop and have a direct conversation with the writers in front of everyone oh, about a specific joke. I was like, Oh, maybe we should table that until later, you know, but Uh, I only did one episode and what I observed was she just was not happy. But I do understand that there's a difference between a show where there's a a strong lead woman Mm -hmm. and a strong lead man. And I think it's a lot harder Mm -hmm. for a woman to establish I'm just saying, I always, I always like just want to know the full story whenever I hear, oh, she's a bitch. There's a big difference between the sort of amnesia Hollywood has in terms of forgiving mm-hmm. um, like crimes sometimes yeah. that men have done and then they reemploy them in Hollywood. And Why is that? Why does that happen? Well, it's what it's she's a- saying. It's like real. It's not like this isn't, mm-hmm. you know, this is a real, it's a real issue about, it starts like, it's symptomatic of a bigger issue, right? Not yeah. believing someone mm-hmm. who's otherwise uh, been victimized. But then in a deeper sense, yeah. I mean, I mean, why do you think Shia LaBeouf is still a fucking movie star and I'm not? Like, do you see what I'm saying? Well, yeah. no, that's, there's many reasons why. No, but, 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 but do you but see what I'm saying? There's, like, a, there's a big hypocrisy and yeah. there is there is a lot of it where I do think back to what a boys club, especially during like the studio era, right? Where like Xanak and, course, and, and, yeah. and like those kind of things of, of you know, how much they, if you... Like, I love Marilyn Monroe. I love a lot of, like the, like he was mentioning, I love a lot of old Hollywood. But if you read into, like, their autobiographies and, like, their personal experiences, they talk a lot about it where, where it was like you sleep with someone or you don't get the job. Mm-hmm. And and it's not necessarily, like, it's further than a casting couch conversation, but it's just indicative of what a men's club it was. And I still think that there is that at the core of, of the business. And Especially so the bigger, higher up yeah. people that are still in because, control. And, and also, too, I think it's easier to forgive when it comes it strikes a little bit more personally to your own experience. So for a man to forgive another man, it's like, oh, but he was going through this and this and this. For a mm-hmm. woman, it's like, I don't understand that at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I, it does make sense. And it's shitty. It it's a shitty. terrible situation. Yeah. Fix yeah. it. But okay, I'm on it. <laughs> make a note of that. No, Poor I'm dude, kidding. he's like I'm literally the, the best ally. No, and like he's sitting here and he's no, feeling so uncomfortable. No, but that's why. No, I'm not uncomfortable. Okay. I think it's. I think there's a lot of but change that's happening. But you do acknowledge though, right? That, that, that's been traditionally what's happened. Like men are easily forgiven and given jobs and careers. And yeah. like women who may suffer from certain things don't, you know, you know. Yeah. 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 I give him shit because I know you're the opposite of all that. So. I'm the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's intense, though. I mean, the the I think it's a good thing the way we're going. Obviously, everything is not fixed and there's still going to be fucking shitty people. But at yeah. least the conversations are being had. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like yeah. Some of them. Yeah. 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 Like well, this it's one. A, it's a one step forward, two steps back kind of thing, I feel like. I love that Jennifer is going to tell it like it is. Always. Yeah. Always. I don't know. I don't know how else to operate. I really don't. Well, look, there's a lot of people that are bullshit and they put no, the but mask just, on. I, and like, I know that there you... are, but I just like, I have a really hard time, which is probably why I'm not more successful. In this See? Because of what we're talking about. No, because I, I don't kiss, I I don't kiss ass very well. Like even no matter what like environment I'm in. Because there's politics even with, like, nursing at the hospital. And even that, I'm like, I'm not going to kiss your ass. 
like I'm not gonna be an asshole to you just because right. I don't like you or I think you're full of shit, you know. But it's just like it's very weird. There's a lot of successful people, people in our business that are not very talented. You know what I mean? Most that of are, them aren't. That are, Most but, of the talented ones aren't working. Well, it's very interesting because it's like what what makes someone successful? You know, what makes someone get that job? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Well, and now I don't you need it as much. But David, don't you no. have you have like an acting school for children? I do. Right? Yes, okay. we teach yeah, at, that's at, amazing. at Actors Giving Back AGB, the David DeLuise Acting Studio, <laughs> where everyone has a gift to give. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Yes. Full circle. Right. I love okay. It. And we yeah, we do like a six week course, and we've had a lot of kids get. I'm sorry. Hundreds of kids get agents and managers and jobs and TV yeah. shows. I think and, it's really cool because it's yeah. a nice, like, I'm just getting started. How do I start? Because yeah. I, I know all through the years, and I'm sure you got this too, live like kids asking of like, I want to be an actor. How do I get started in the business? And I'm like, it's impossible. I can't send you anywhere yeah. reliable. Well, yeah. you can't get a job without an agent. Mm-hmm. You can't get an agent without a job. It's a weird right. gatekeeping you know? thing so, with this business. Yeah. I hate that. But w- through the acting program, we're, we're able to give the kids the opportunity to do a monologue and audition for agents. And you managers. do showcases. Yeah, okay. exactly. And okay. then we've had a lot of kids. And it's not just about that. I was going to say, is it about, fairly priced? Like, how do you guys work with that? Because I know that there's a racket. There's different. But, I've been a part of those rackets yeah. that yeah. are fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah. And they go from mall to mall mm-hmm. and they like really injure these poor people. Exactly. If he wasn't involved, I would have been like, no. Well, that's that. why yeah. I did this because I did like a, a, a I don't know. Yeah. 20 years ago, I did a thing where Sean I was Robert talking Powers. about it. Oh, God. Or oh, and it was God, called no. Tay. T-H-E. And the reason yeah. it was called Tay mm-hmm. is because you couldn't Google the. You know what I mean? You couldn't find them. Oh, and they started using my likeness uh, and to sell oh, that's things. Right. Oh, I and then I, that. I've never participated, like at me actively doing a lawsuit. But I said to them, you got to stop using my name. It's not okay. And then me and, and Marcelo Gomez started the, the acting school where it is upfront. You can pay different levels. You don't have to do the full course. And we do scholarship every uh, oh, course. Good. And it is. That's beautiful oh, that you offer a scholarship. That's yeah. Great. And it's like this. I was having tr- a trouble with like continuing to do the same thing because we're working with a lot of new kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and young adults now. Um, but I just was like getting a little burnt out. Sure. And then Marcelo showed me all these parents. You made a difference in my kid's life. This, she was an introvert and now she's coming out of her skin and this and that. And so it's not just about doing the acting, but getting to self, to know yourself. And then that helps you in life too. Yeah. Cause I mean, I know like when we do, cause we have, we'll do like an advanced class. So after like the showcase, if people still want to come back, we have advanced so they can, but I've had so many kids, like, especially like the young adults that they'll just like get off stuff that they can't because acting such a catharsis. We've talked about this, but like it's such a if you have an emotion you're working through in your own life, it somehow is going to find its way in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether you want it to or not. And so like they'll just have this thing where it's like, you know, these kids that are going through so much and like they'll, they're able to process something in a scene and they're like, I don't know where that comes from. And I always love being like, Let's unpack it. Let's Good. figure it out. That's you know what so I mean? special. And and it's been really beautiful to see these kids kind of like self-actualize through acting. Do you have like a particular really instance of that? Um, not a particular instance, but it, it's just it, it, full circle, taking it back to like mentorship. It's cool to, because I've had some great mentors in my life and in my career. And so to feel like I can be that for someone else. Like I know I had someone who was like, I'm not going to go to college. I just want to be an actor. And I was like, Pump the brakes. I'm like, 
acting is always going to be here. It mm-hmm. will be. It will be. I said, but you know what? That opportunity to go to college isn't. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not like you can't go back to school, but that life opportunity that you're going to pull from as an actor to be in college right. and have that experience, you know what I mean? Sure, at, at 30, 50, whatever, you can go back to college. Yes. But to have that 18 to 21 experience, that is something that is, like, universal that, like I said, is going to influence who you are. It's going to, like, help you decide, like, how you're going to grow and progress as a person. Like, that's going to make you a better actor. Yeah, the like, perspective. Go out, that get, yeah, yeah, go out. get Like, if you went, I told her, I was like, if you go straight from high school into the business, it's going to be all about the business. And then you're not going to have any life to pull from. Go live life. Go get your education, you know. And then if you want to still come back, come back. I have a question. If there was a way for you guys to actually show up on set and like advocate for these people, like being mm-hmm. like sort of agents of change. And it made it, I don't know if it was worth your while somehow. Um, and you were fairly paid or something like that. Like, do you feel like that would be something you would be called to do? I mean, you as someone who like is concerned about mental health and health yeah. at large, and you as somebody who personally knows what this feels like to mentor these kids. Is that something you think that's actually doable? You mean like to go with them while they're working on set? Yeah, to kind sort of, of be like a, like an officer of. Yeah, I, I know, get what you're saying. I, I, I think it's I think it's doable on a case by case basis. So they need to be called in. Essentially, you'd need to be called in by the production. And be like, oh, we have. A- I, I no, I think I think you would have to be called in by the the person. You but, know what I mean? Because like like no. how like if I were on a production and I didn't ask for that kind of presence in my life. I know for me at fourteen, fifteen, I'd be like, "Get the fuck away from me! I don't know who you are." The like creepy you're person t- asking about yeah, my troubles. Yeah, totally. Oh, it's okay. like, but it, but if it's somebody who's, but also too, you know as well as I do, if, even as an adult, if you go to a therapist and you're not ready to change, you're not ready to open up or or be vulnerable, um, <laughs> that it's not going to happen. Okay, you know, it's like with addiction, with with mental health, with anything. If you're not open to change, if you're stuck in whatever internal space you're in. You're not going to change. So that presence isn't really productive. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think that the parents are those advocates. Like the, when the yeah. kids are. David, they should be. Yeah. They should be. But, but yeah. they should be. And yet. Wait, wait. Not but really. what about child protective services and stuff? Like, shouldn't there be it's, more it's, of a. It's complicated. Because oh, we, we deal with that. Yeah. We deal with that. With, I, God, I just. Please tell a, me. I'm no, really but curious. I just had a, I just had a case the other day where a cps case yeah okay at the hospital at the hospital at the acting studio okay no no no, no, sorry sorry sorry. everyone's like what no no it was at the er it was at the er and um this individual came in with with uh, kids and and i was like that's odd because normally we don't because every person we're liable for we have to take care of so normally i'm like why do they have their kids with them and um the paramedics were telling me, like, look, like there was someone who was not a husband, not a father, just an older male and like a preteen girl. And he was there and insistent that we leave them there. And we were not comfortable with that. I hope it's OK. We brought them. I was like, yes, of course. But there was issues with like drinking. There was issues with like, you know, um, unexplained cuts and bruises and on the mother. And PCSF, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it was there was a lot. Of, it was a very multi-layered issue um but i know because we work really closely with social workers all the time it's a very complicated thing because there are so many kids that they can't get to there's so much legality of trying to prove you know incompetence versus competence and and parents have rights to know. Oh, end. And like should. a judge will still say, yeah. are you done smoking crack? Okay, the kids should go back. Yeah. You know? No, it's it's true. Like there's there's been cases where it's like I, I've seen parents that not not even joking, like they are smoking crack 
And they're like, well, I've been sober for three months. And they're like, okay, here are your kids back. And it's like, okay, but if you've had it for 12 years, yeah. three months is relative. You yeah. know what I mean? So I it's, see. This makes it, sense, though. This makes sense as to why But it's a push-pull issue because it's like you would never want a kid taken from a parent uh-huh. unless it's absolutely necessary. <sighs> so, yeah. so but do be, you see what I'm saying? So it's going like, to be an uphill battle for it me. It is. But it's, a, but it's an uphill <laughs> battle in general because yeah. it, it, it's, it's a thing of, and I think it comes back to coming from the one non-parent in the room, so I don't know who the hell I am to say this, but it comes from the issue of kids raising kids. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Because I look at all of the the, the stage parents that I grew up with that were such like issues and and that raised kids that were very dysfunctional. And your mom though. No, no, awesome. I'm not no, my mom is amazing, but I'm one of the lucky ones. Yeah. Most of my friends are not. I mean, I have friends that and I don't know if you do too, but that I grew up auditioning with, some of them are dead. Uh-huh. You I know have what multiple I mean? friends. Yeah, I'm multiple. I'm sure you have people multiple. who didn't make it out. Of I have, the... I've, yeah, multiple that are either dead, they're in jail, they have mad addictions. Like yeah. it, it's and and the thing that seemed to be the common thread, and then I'll shut the hell up. But Why? the common thread was Why there's a microphone in front of me. <laughs> I know, I know. But because I hate ramble, I hate hearing myself. Talk. I love um, it. I but love I think you. the common thread is the fact that like that parent didn't have something validated in themselves, you know, and didn't have something like they didn't get to have the childhood they wanted, or the like. To, they wanted to be famous. They wanted some kind of validation that they didn't get. <sighs> in order to like progress from this childlike mind to an adult-like mind that it requires, I think, to be a really productive parent. So then as two mentors, knowing these things, and you've internalized these things without even realizing it because mm-hmm. you've actively chosen to be good people through all of this adversity, um, how, do you, how do you think going forward you could like, like tell these kids to watch out for certain things or certain aspects of their I think lives. just being honest about it. Yeah. And and like Jen said earlier, it's an individual basis when you're there face to face and you're talking mm-hmm. and answering the questions and giving them whatever kind of guidance you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's why productions probably try to keep this I remember dramaturgs like yeah. like even though they're not very much trauma informed. Mm-hmm. Because I think trauma informed care is what we're looking at now in a world that we are okay with talking about mental health and yeah. stuff like that. So trauma-informed care is very different than just somebody who's like, I'm, I was an extra and then I was a, you know, a fan of the show. So now I'm like a dramaturg and now I'm a set teacher. And that's the thing, that's the thing that concerns me about creating a, like a position for that is I just worry about the kind of person that, that is going to be attracted to that. To you social, know what I, but if it's a social worker or something? No, social worker I think it would be different. But, okay. I, but I'm saying if it's not someone that has to have any kind of like requirements, it's kind of like, like oh yeah, like you know, what, what is the, there's, there's, there's a term that drives me nuts. I love that oh, Jen life looks coach. at me. Oh, life coach. Life coach. Life coach. Yeah. Um, no, because I needed help. I was like throwing a lifeline. I was like, can I phone a friend? You're you. the friend. No, no, but a life Hello. coach. Like I can't, I can't stand the, like the term life coach because to me I'm like that, I, I know so many nutbags that yeah. are life coaches that shouldn't be directing anyone's life, but because you can be a life coach and not have any kind of training, yes. any kind of like di- degree, um, nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's always a little scary when some people are life coaches. I agree. Yeah. These are really good. These are really good points. I really appreciate you unpacking it with me because this is actually my shit in my head. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm proud of Jen. What? I know. I'm oh, saying, okay. I love God. hearing her talk. And good. why is she so you're so hot and you're so like <laughs> you're, you're so gorgeous. You're very sweet. I'm sorry. No, I'll I mean, take your it. lashes. I'll take I, it. The, when you walked in here, I was like, she has this like beautiful red hair. Um so we have this podcast, mm-hmm. Wizards of Waverly Pod. Yes. Yeah. You said it so nicely. I, Wiz, Wizards of Waverly Pod. It kinda uh, just, it just goes rolls off, off the yeah, top. It kind of feels good to say. It's like butter. When was the last time you watched Even Stevens? 
Um, I'm going to be watching it with my new pod. Ah! Ah! (laughs) Synergy, So so you haven't yet. It's really, it's weird. It's fun and traumatic. It's like, what? You say traumatic or dramatic? It was traumatic. <laughs> like I'm watching it going, what happened? And my wife, who hasn't watched the show, she she watched one episode. So she's watching it as I'm re-watching it. And every once in a while, I'll laugh at myself. And then she'll laugh at me laughing, laughing at, at myself. Because you're ridiculous. But and you have that great laugh. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. It was a long time ago. Yeah. You know, so the, that, a lot of times I'm yeah. watching it. And I don't know what I'm about to do. The very beginning episodes, which we've watched now, we've rewatched. Yeah. Uh, I remember a little more. more right. There. It's like I remember the pilot. I yeah. remember certain of the. Well, first it's like those pinnacle yeah. things, mm-hmm. like those pinnacle Milestone. life things. Your brain's like, oh, hold on to this. But it's fun watching. Maybe just because I'm older, I don't remember things. But yeah. I, I'm like, what am I about to do now? Oh, that was funny. You know? <laughs> like, ooh, I hit my market on that. Yeah. But it's fun. And we had Selena is did a guest and and Peter. Uh-huh. Marietta and and uh, Mr. Larry Tate, Bill Cott is you know on there. So and we're it's getting fun to all just the different with actors. Them. I have yeah. to say, like it, it's something that we wanted to do for the fans because like it's I, the amount of times we've talked about this, but the amount of times someone comes up and like you were my and I'm sure you've had this too of like you were my childhood, which means so much. Um, Doesn't that make you feel a little old though? Because oh, it makes every me time. feel old. No, every you time you were my I've entire always, childhood. You, I've always you raised old. me, yeah. so it, yeah. it's. Um, but yeah, like it, it, it's something that's just really cool. And it's been fun though, which I didn't expect. I, it's been so fun to reminisce on it because I normally hate watching myself. There were some episodes of the show I never saw. She never watched it. You didn't watch it. No, I only, she only I only watched, watched while she was there. Yeah, I only watched playback when we were doing live taping. That's crazy. You, like, so I never watched episodes. Why was that, do you think? I, I just. She left the work there. I love, I'm answering for Jen. <laughs> Jen, it's okay. <laughs> She did the work I mean, and left it there. Right. She didn't need to go back because you can't change anything yeah. once yes, it's done. Yes, Yeah, he got it. We have one brain. Yeah, I like no, that. No, that's exactly it. It's that, and, it, really and, and there's like something that just felt very, like, self-aggrandizing about being like, oh, let me sit down and have a, a thing and watch myself. I mm-hmm. can't tell you how many, every day, every other day, maybe, <laughs> somebody comes up and says, oh, my God, I loved you, I loved the show, this and that, which dad you know all those things and now everybody's coming up because we did the tiktok things oh yeah i can't wait to listen to the podcast i can't wait and you know obviously all the fans want like uh you know a reunion thing so this is us possibly getting to that you know but we have to watch 109 episodes of two movies no literally i'm exhausted no there were some because i think i i yeah sometimes like watching some of the episodes are great and you love them and then sometimes you're like oh god like it's it's especially the end of season two. I got very heavy, and it's hard. I don't like watching that. You know, I, that, oh. that word, you know. Well, you and know, I what? broke my collar, but it's like there was some stuff going on, and you click into that yeah. when you're watching it. You know, you know? what's funny to me because we haven't gotten to those seasons yet, but like I, because I was diagnosed with, I won't go into all of it, but I was diagnosed with type one diabetes like pretty soon after the show finished, and so there's some stuff like in later seasons where I'm like. Oh, that's what that was. That's mm. why I'm super tired. That's why I'm really bloated. That's why I, my like I'm super just inflamed. You know what I mean? So there's some seasons where I just look inflamed the whole time. <laughs> and I cut my own bangs, which inflamed and cutting your own bangs together. What is that? I mean, if what, beautiful. I don't have enough hair to cut bangs, but what is that? Like I'm surprised. Bangs they, is a big deal. Like do yeah, bangs. Don't do it. Like, oh, don't I just broke it. up I, with someone. Big life change. There's a lot of things feel, to bangs, feel, right? You want to feel an evolution. This is something yourself. else we talk about the, on the podcast. Bangs. We've never talked about bangs on the podcast one time. I'm gonna talk about it next time. <laughs>
Good. Oh my God. I'm excited about the bang conversation. We have different little things too. We have like the magic questions that yeah, we the crystal love, ball. And we have different little and and we'll have different you're, guests on the show. Dude, you're way more organized than this podcast will ever be, I can assure you. The fact that you have a structure like that makes it a really like I want to say like palatable show. Like it's like, oh my mm. gosh, I want to watch this podcast like again well, and we'll again see. and again. So you guys had Selena Gomez on your pod. Yeah. Was that crazy? Well, <laughs> she she opened up about a lot of things, which she's been doing to uh, to the world, which is nice. And she said some stuff you know, to us that I had never heard what before. What I loved about it is is I feel like people get to see what we get to see. The beautiful, like, like not to be cheesy, but like her vulnerability yeah. and her openness. You know what I mean? I know, I know. It literally that was the only <laughs> word that came to my mind and I was like, it's so cheese. But... But that's the thing is what is really cool when she came on the show is like she's just herself and it's not her on a red carpet all done up like she I think I don't think she had any makeup on like yeah. she's the Selena she, that we both were on set with all the time. She's a so very down to earth girl who likes to eat fried pickles. I was going to say she's a girl <laughs> yeah. from Texas. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, I watched baby. her documentary and yeah. she's just a girl from Texas. Yeah. And that's and, something too like she was very honest about like her mental health and where she's at uh, with it right now. And yeah. I'm so freaking proud of her with how she's working on it because it is a constant thing it is a daily you know exercise of just being aware and moving forward in yourself and not backwards and getting the information out and it being talked about which mm-hmm. is great and she told us her biggest regret Ooh, which was very interesting yeah. okay her answer was uh didn't expect it good yeah yeah good. it was it was very again just very honest and yeah. heartfelt which which is her so and if you guys want to check out and see all of her and her wonderful glory. And not only did we do one episode, but she's coming back for another episode, which is going to be a lot of fun. Well, but we also have a lot of great guests. Yeah. I mean, we have the creator of the show. We, we have Peter Marietta, yeah. who was actually, there was some stuff that happened at the end of the third season, which maybe not everybody knows. Yeah. And but don't give it away. They okay. listen to Wizards of Waverly Pod to hear it. But the real ending <laughs> of the show will be revealed. There you go. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. So am I. And I was there. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because it's like not only is the audience learning stuff, but we learn stuff too. Because yeah. it's like it's different people's experiences. I'll tell you this. When I found out the true ending of the show, I no, cried. I didn't know I that cried. before you either. Cried? Yeah. I didn't I didn't know what he had originally intended either. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm actually chomping at the bit to know. And I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I've never seen the show. But was <laughs> it was y'all I came before. No, you were I came before you. Believe me, oh, I was one. the same way. If it before. was Disney Channel after me, I didn't know about it. I didn't want it. So like it's I understand. Once it's, you're done with your you're like, like I'm done. Guard, well, you're done. No, now we have not just the fans, but with Disney Plus, you have a whole new generation, mm-hmm. and, and you know and, my girls are going to be watching it. Exactly, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I love you guys, um, and I, I really thank you for taking the time to come. Oh, you guys, too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this too, right? Oh, oh that's what little one does now. that now. Is it, is it this? Rolls. See, this is how old it's I am, this. but I'm like, what is yeah, this? It's like gang signs or something. It does I don't feel know. like gang signs. It's a heart. Come on. <laughs> Uh, now, if you guys are gonna have a gang, I'm gonna. Sh- I'm sure the gang sign's gonna be a hard. We're gonna be really tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I am really rooting for you guys. I know the podcast is gonna be amazing. I'm also rooting for you individually. I'm rooting for Selena, and uh, I just want everyone to just fucking like be okay. Yeah. yeah. Same. Thank you for um, coming on vulnerable, and um, I wish I could talk to you too individually as well in person, but. 
this has been a blast and um, I guess I'll see you guys on the pod. Thank you yeah. for having us. And we can make talking individually in person happen. Well, Come yes. on. Yes, we can. <laughs> I had to do, 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 you wanna, do you want to send us out with your one voice? One man. One vulnerable oh, man. He does this all, all almost every episode. I used to do it on the show. Almost every show. Come up and behind you. Used to. Hey. You do it on the podcast. Used to. You do it on the podcast all the time. All right. I'm creepy guy. We have to. You're not creepy. You know what I say? You're canceled now. You realize that? Yes. No. no, no, Right. We were leaving the podcast. Oh no. Disney. That's what I do. That's what you do all the time. Oh my god. Take a drink. Take a drink. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.